Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're talking about uh, chips. And, uh, who's the uh, chairman, co-chairman of the Intrepid? With us today is Ken Fisher. And uh, Ken's entire family has been so patriotic. Ken Fisher... Tell us, what are you doing on the Intrepid today? Well, today we're going to have a ceremony honoring Memorial Day. Uh, we've got a couple of ships in for Fleet Week. Great. First time in a long time. And it's great to see the troops, the uh, sailors and, and military <laughs> back in New York, walking the streets and, and you know, and talking to people and, and, um, and having people come up and show their appreciation. It's, um, you know, it's a great day. and It's what I call one of America's holy days. Because this is not a day that we just have to, you know, play around, have barbecues and so forth. This is a day to honor the ultimate sacrifice and why we are free. And and the Fisher family does so much for, for our vets. Uh, for people that don't remember, this is Memorial Day. It's a time to remember. Tell us all the things the Fisher family does. Well, it started, as you know, uh, with the Intrepid Museum. My Uncle Zach brought it to New York back in the late 70s when he learned it was going to be decommissioned uh, and sold as scrap. And out of the Intrepid Museum, which, by the way, prior to the pandemic, was getting one million visitors a year, so we were doing very well, uh, came Fisher House Foundation, which is uh, an organization that was designed to help families who have a loved one who's receiving hospital treatment uh, at any one of the uh, Department of Defense or VA medical centers around the country. It offers their families free lodging for as long as the hospital stay dictates. Today, there's 92 houses. There'll be two more uh, within the next couple of months. And by next year, we'll be at 100. Well, that's, that's, that's wonderful things. Now, the, the other thing I've discussed with some of our politicians, one of the problems in New York City, is the homeless. And I said, there's three types of homeless. Uh, there's homeless because people have just lost their jobs and they lost their money, they lost their wallets, and they're homeless. There's other uh, homeless that are mentally ill. But there's a third set of homeless, veterans. Do you have a, a pulse of how many of these homeless are ex-veterans that nobody's helping? Not in New York, but I can tell you that uh, there's 18 to 19 million veterans in the country. Um, 3 million to 4 million post-9-11 generation veterans. And they were estimating that one in four were coming back with some form of post-traumatic stress. This obviously was unacceptable. But take a look. If you look at these numbers and look at the homelessness and the mental illness post-traumatic stress, that these men and women brought back. Look at the suicide rate today. If you want to know what we need to do for our veterans, we need to do more to get them to come forward. We need to ensure that our politicians make make it so that the stigma is you know goes away. 
and encourages these men and women to come forward. Because for every suicide, there's a family that we forget about. So their loved one commits suicide because of post-traumatic stress, which I view as a battlefield casualty. And they walk away. And, and the country just does not pay attention to the families that are left behind. So not only do we have that problem, the post-traumatic stress and homelessness and, and suicide, but we also have the military family that is suffering as well. So this country needs to do a better job in making sure that these men and women come forward, have the tools, you know, to come forward and have the resources, you know, to treat these men and women. And is the federal government putting up the money for the uh, uh, for those vet, for those homeless veterans? We have seen uh, an increase in VA uh, funding for homelessness for sure. Uh, so the government is in, is engaged, but you know finding these men and women is not always easy. Um, you know, reaching out to them is not always easy. Then they uh, don't have so, iPhones, I'm sure, and they, if they're homeless, they are destitute and and they need help. We we got to help them. We you know I I can't believe one thing, Ken, and you come from the most philanthropic family I know of. I work closely with with your father, Larry, or your grandfather or father, right. uh, and, and your uncle uh, uh, Zachary. You know, we with your uncle Zachary, we helped build the chapel of Camp David, because Camp David never had a chapel before. And well, let me go you guys do a phenomenal job. I mean, uh, why did they throw? We had uh, Rudy Giuliani tells me we had twenty seven thousand people in in mental, mental hospitals during his administration. Now there's 3,000. We threw the rest of them in the streets of New York. Yeah, yeah. You know, we still, you know, while we've gotten better at saluting service, paying attention to service and sacrifice, um, there's this civilian-military divide. And a lot of civilians are aware but don't know what to do. They don't know, they don't know how to get involved. And they don't understand <laughs> the depth of these issues. These issues are very, very deep. And the men and women that if, you know, I always said that one homeless veteran is one homeless veteran too many. One veteran sleeping under a bridge or one veteran sleeping on a street. It's, this is just not acceptable. And, and so it starts at the, at, the, at the local level. It starts at the, at the city and the state and ultimately goes to the feds. But, you know, to go one better... You know, let me tell you that families who had lost a loved one prior to 2010, if they were allowed to go to Dover to witness their loved ones coming back, they had no place to stay. They would go there at 3, 4 in the morning and do the unthinkable and, and witness their loved ones coming home in a box and having to drive four or five miles down the road to a cheap motel. We uh. built a fishing house at Dover. With a chapel, there wasn't even a chapel there for families to pray. So, you know, it's, it's up to us. You know, we need to engage our politicians. We need to make sure that these issues are dealt with, not just <coughs> the election time, John. And you know because you've been, you've been with, you pointed out, you know, there's, there's not many people that have been, you know, that have, that have been with the family with Larry and Zach as long as you have. You know the depth of what we do. 
But what we do is is only a fraction of what needs to be done. You know, you're absolutely right. Only a fraction. And uh, that's very, very concerning. Um, what else could the average American, the average New Yorker can do? <clears throat> well, here's a great, a great week to start. Is walk up to them, to military, whether it's sailors or 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 members of the armed army or whatever. But don't just say thank you for your service. Engage them. Talk to them. You know, we it's we need to learn more about what the depth of these sacrifices are and these burdens. And and people just you know, the the civilian military divide that I spoke about before, where people are they walk on eggshells. They're so afraid to say the wrong thing. But talk to these men and women. These are the best of the best. And they want to engage. They want to tell you about what life is like at sea. They want to tell you what they're going through, uh, you know, on, on that level. Um, you know, obviously, there's going to be things that, that they're not going to talk about. And there's certain lines we don't want to cross. But still, you know, take the time to learn a little bit about, about what service and sacrifice really means. Because it's happening every day. And whether we're forward deployed or not, there are still men and women that are in harm's way. You know, and, and this is something else. Just because these headlines fall off the front pages and move to the back of the newspaper, and in some cases out of the newspaper completely, we don't realize it's, it's like out of sight, out of mind. We don't see these things. We see what's happening in Ukraine, and we're doing what we can to help the Ukrainians. But, you know... This is happening with us, you know, every day. There's a man or a woman in harm's way. I, so we, I agree. You know, yeah. I agree. And, you know, I worked very closely. You know, I'm still involved in the Police Athletic League, uh, and uh, I helped run it along with the uh, former Commissioner uh, McGuire and, uh, and uh, David Arena. Um, and... When your your uncle Zachary and your father Larry were very much involved with helping the kids of the inner circle, and you know what I tell people, you know we'd like to help the kids in Africa, we'd like to help the kids in South America, we'd like to help the kids in Central America, but what about why don't we take care of our kids in New York first, and take care of the American kids and take care of the New York kids first, and. That should be our first order of responsibility. <clears throat> yes, yes, it should. Um, we need to remember that there are people here that are having issues as well. Um, and, it's, and that's why the Intrepid is, is so wonderful, a tool, because on the Intrepid, uh, we have an after-school program that focuses on STEM programs so that these kids from public schools can come on board the ship. They can hear from astronauts. They can hear about STEM in a meaningful Is it way. open for the public today? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So tell people, yeah. they can just come over, tell them where yeah. it is. and Go go right down to the Intrepid. <clears throat> it's on Pier 86. It's on 46th Street in the West Side Highway. Uh, as you're driving down, it's tough to miss. But uh, it's home to the Space Shuttle Enterprise. It's home to the Concorde that made the fastest transatlantic crossing. We have a one of the only uh, nuclear uh, submarines, uh, the Growler, uh, which is docked there too. Uh, so it's it's about learning about these these tools of warfare, but it's also about learning 
about the sacrifice and the burdens that military families bear, because these are just as important uh, as what these men and women in uniform do. They tell me I have to take a break. Ken Fisher of the famous Fisher family and God bless your family and all the things you have done for uh, New Yorkers and all Americans and and God bless and I remember your 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 uncle and your dad like yesterday and uh, we'll catch up again real soon. I hope so, John. Thanks <laughs> a lot. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today. 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.